Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus, the podcast where we talk dirty about spiritual evolution, the self-love revolution, and how to embody the archetype of Venus, original bad bitch, every damn day. All right. Hello, everyone, this morning. Happy Friday. It's the day of Venus, which is why we always record this podcast on Friday. And as always, by we, I mean, well, today it's myself and one of my cats, Kufu, who is sitting here on the desk where I record. So if you hear any rustling, that's probably because she decided to, I don't know, walk all over my notebooks while I was trying to read my notes, something like that. It's about 8 o'clock a.m. here in Mexico City, and it's that time in my neighborhood where things could go from very quiet and tranquil to poppin' in about three seconds flat. So if you start to hear it poppin', that's why. Anyway, hope you all had a great week. Um, I just wanted to start off by sharing a few things that I'm really excited about right now. <laughs> um, one, bulletproof coffee is a thing. Now, while you're right now saying, duh, everybody knows about bulletproof coffee, or at least you've heard of it, I'm a little late to the party. I had heard of it. Um, I had tried it in the past. I'd read somewhere like put butter and co and coconut oil in your coffee and it gives you so much energy. And I tried that and it was disgusting. <laughs> um, and then I since learned that you're supposed to you put it in the blender, right? Okay, so what happens? There's this voodoo that happens when you put the just a little bit of grass fed butter, although full disclosure, my neighborhood does not sell that shit in the grocery store. So I just had regular butter. Um, I did have coconut oil. So I put those both in. You put it in the blender and magically, it's total witchcraft. The coffee turns into this like amazing frothy latte. Like that little bit of butter gives it, makes it super creamy. It lightens the color just like a latte. It was, it's freaking delicious. Um, and honestly, even without the butter, if you don't really jive in the butter department, you could try ghee, um, which is still dairy. <laughs> or I've heard you could add just like a splash of non-dairy milk with your coconut oil to give it that little bit of extra creaminess. But really, the blender coffee is a game changer. Suddenly my coffee is frothy. It's amazing. It's like a latte. I don't have to have an espresso machine. Anyway, total game changer. I think I've already said that three times this episode. <laughs> Much apologies for the cliche, but um, really give it a try. It's delicious. I mean, it gives me the same amount of energy as regular coffee, but it's just kind of like a nice milky treat. And I'm drinking it right now. So um, I'm not editing out. I don't edit out sounds on this podcast. So if you hear me slurping, that's me drinking my coffee. You can imagine you're here enjoying it with me. Um, also, another thing that is I've been exploring, studying, that is super, super interesting. I mentioned this a bit on my Instagram page this morning, Ayurveda. Okay, so you may have heard of Ayurveda. I had, I knew a little bit about it, but um, I've only recently really started studying it and I'm super fascinated. Now, the whole point of me sharing these things I'm interested in is I am somebody who has like a new interest pretty much every week. And I really dive into them, so I know a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> so um, it's just fun to share these little things that are on my radar right now with you guys. 
So I have been following this woman called Sahara Rose. She has a great podcast called The Highest Self Podcast. Recommended. Anyway, um, I had been following her for a while, and she talks a lot about Ayurveda. She, I believe, is an Ayurvedic practitioner of some manner. I know she has, like, an online business. Anyway, go check her out. But she recently released a cookbook called Eat, Feel Fresh. Not sponsored. (laughs) Open to it. Call me. Um, But I picked it up on iBooks because they don't sell it here in the city. And I um, am completely obsessed. Ayurveda is basically the oldest health system in the world. And it originates in India. And it's a complete science. Um, It's not just about diet, but it's about lifestyle, temperature, so many different factors that play into your comfort and your overall health based on your dosha. Your dosha is, there are three doshas, and of course combinations of them. We all have each of the three doshas in our body, and they are basically mind, body, energy um, combinations. And when one is out of balance, we need to correct it based on diet, activity, things like that. It's super intuitive. I mean, for example, I've always been somebody who much preferred like a bowl of roasted vegetables with maybe something nutty, like, I don't know, a peanut sauce, that kind of that kind of situation. I've always preferred that to like a big salad. Salads are basically something I, you know, I, I love them in the summer when it's hot, which makes sense based on Ayurveda. Um, but really they don't make me feel that great usually. And based on my dosha, what I know now, I'm a vata kapha dosha, even split based on the quiz on her website. (laughs) Um, I have just found that, I mean, eating this way has really improved my health, how I feel, the energy I have. It's really intuitive it's really interesting. Um, and it's not a restrictive diet. It's not a diet at all. It's just basically saying, you know, when you're in balance, when your doshas are in balance, you can eat kind of anything, assuming it agrees with your body personally. But when something's out of balance, there are certain things to avoid based on that type that you are. And it's not restrictive. It's really interesting. And it's really about like your personal body and doing what is best for it which is totally how I eat. I eat totally intuitively. I have tried pretty much every, like, you know, type of eating under the sun, you know, vegetarian, vegan, paleo, whatever, like everything, um, just to kind of try to find that holy grail of what makes me feel the best, highest energy. But um, intuitive eating is really what I just have settled with. It's I eat what I want, when I want, how much I want and I really base that on my body's needs and honestly it's kept me in really good health overall but um learning more about this framework has really reframed the way I view it so it's really interesting do your own research not a doctor (laughs) hashtag not a doctor (laughs) hashtag disclaimer (laughs) but um it's just something I'm really obsessed with right now and um I'm probably gonna be posting some of my foods that I've made especially from that cookbook the the recipes are totally bomb and um yeah it's beautiful she 
shot it in India. Um, she found like street photographers on Instagram in India who live in India and they shot the book, the photos of the book. It's really beautiful. Highly recommended. Check it out. Again, not sponsored, just something I love right now. Um, so let's dive into the official episode today. Today I'm talking about nine ways to channel Venus that basically don't cost money. And the reason for this is this. Of course, there's nothing wrong with spending money. In fact, there is definite power in putting money where your mouth is to an extent. Okay. So the thing is, it's kind of like food cravings. Okay. So my understanding of food cravings based on what I've studied in nutrition and other, um, areas of food science and also just what I intuitively feel Um, The thing about cravings is that when you have a food craving, you generally, your, your, your brain interprets that craving and it bases that interpretation on your preferences, your experience with food, your desires. So what this means is this. Okay, let's look at chocolate. So last time I was in the U.S. visiting my family, I was um, telling my mother this. So she loves chocolate. She's like a big chocolate lover. I mean, who isn't? But she's like really loves chocolate. And her preferred chocolate is you know, the Hershey bar. <laughs> Plain old Hershey bar. So not the healthy dark chocolate, organic blah blah. I mean, even one time I bought her like an organic milk chocolate bar. And I don't even think she liked that. Like, she likes Hershey's. <laughs> and full disclosure, so do I. <laughs> I love dark chocolate. I love fancy chocolates. Um, but I actually really love milk chocolate. And especially good milk chocolate. So I will totally take a Hershey bar. Now, I don't consider that good milk chocolate. But my point is, like, I'm totally not on board with the snobbery around chocolate. <laughs> I'm not a chocolate snob. Love the fancy shit, love Hershey's. Anyway, I was telling her how um, she, how a lot of times when we crave chocolate, we're crave what we're craving is the nutrients in chocolate, or I would say always when we crave chocolate, and the nutrients in in chocolate, of course, are in dark chocolate. The darker, the better. So. Chocolate is super high in magnesium, primarily. I mean, if you look at the back of like an organic dark chocolate bar or you know, all natural dark chocolate bar, you'll see that usually it's like serving size half a bar, which is a pretty good serving, actually, <laughs> especially if it's really dark, rich chocolate. Um, it's pretty much the only time in my life where I think like, wow, I don't even need a whole serving. Usually I eat more than a serving. Anyway, I um, it will say... I think it's usually like 30 to 40% of your daily value of magnesium. So that is a lot of magnesium. And magnesium is great for relaxation. um, For it relaxes your body, your muscles, as well as your mind. And so it makes sense that when you are craving comfort, you're craving chocolate. There's also there's also iron, high levels of iron, which are great if you're a menstruating woman, because or you're a menstruating person because um, you need higher levels of iron during that time. So this whole, you know, chocolate cravings on your period thing, it actually makes medical sense, makes, you know, nutritional sense. Anyway, the thing is she craves a Hershey's bar because in her mind, like that's her preference. That's how her her brain translates the craving. And obviously she's not getting any of that nutrition from the Hershey bar. 
<laughs> so that's how our brains kind of sell ourselves short a little bit sometimes when it comes to that, to channeling that information. So how does this relate to channeling Venus in ways that don't cost money? It's really easy to meet your needs in a way that requires you to spend money. Because we live in a capitalist system, we are sold to in every moment of our day, of our lives. I mean, you log on to social media, tons of ads. You log into your email, tons of ads. You walk down the street, tons of ads. Even the subtle things like, you know, especially in the online space, most advertising is a lot more subtle and that's not even bad. I mean, hell, like I love going on Instagram and seeing a product and I'm like, wow, this is literally something I want, you know? I mean, I don't actually mind being sold to when it's, you know, helps me actually seek out things I want, especially from independent sellers, from artists, which Instagram's amazing for. So it's not all bad, but what happens is you have a craving, say for comfort, and just like with the chocolate bar, your brain translates that into the, the sort of path of least resistance, the easiest way to achieve that need, which is to buy something. And then the problem is sometimes you buy the thing and you're totally in alignment and it is exactly what you needed. And that's great. You're not going to have regrets. I mentioned this a bit last episode. You won't have regrets because you have, because it's what you really needed. It actually channels what you needed. But what happens more often, at least in my experience, maybe I'm more of an impulsive buyer. I don't know. But what happens usually in my experience is the, that little high wears off and you realize like, oh, I, I, ah, this isn't really what I needed, right? And so seeking change through spending money doesn't actually achieve the change, you know? So you aren't truly satisfied. And I mentioned this also in the last episode, you know, you have to ask yourself what you really need. Do you need a fancy ass coffee or do you need a nap, (laughs) more sleep at night? You know, you're looking at the thing that costs, um, if you live in the US, $4 here, like 50 pesos or more, Um, you know, or do you need the thing that is completely free? (laughs) Actually, you needed the thing that was completely free and buying that fancy coffee literally might pick you up for five minutes and then you're tired again, you know? Um, or you're, or it wakes you up all day, but it still doesn't really cure the, the underlying issue. You know, do you need a designer handbag or do you need to stop being so hard on yourself and say, you know, hey, babe, you're doing a great fucking job. Like sometimes you just need your own self, you know, self-respect. You need your own encouragement. You know, I mean, I've been doing that a lot lately, realizing that, you know, how am, am I showing up to support myself? You, I've, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but this is like old school Louise Hay mirror work. <laughs> um, if you don't know who Louise Hay is, she's like the grandmother of affirmations. Like in the 80s, her book, You Can Heal Your Life, totally revolutionary. It's, I mean, it's a great book, like it still holds up. I recommend the audiobook because literally having her read it to you like your grandma is everything. <laughs> anyway, side note, I'll put it in the show notes. But um, 
she would always say, you know, look in your eyes, say your affirmations. And the whole point with that is like, you have to feel it and really like communicate it. And so looking my eyes and saying, you're doing a great fucking job. You know, for me, somebody who really always feels like I'm not doing enough, doing it good enough, blah, blah, blah. That's, I mean, that's actually, it's been really pretty transformative when I remember to do it. <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, which of those do you need? The thing that costs, I don't know, anywhere from like 500 to $10,000 in the case of the designer handbag, <laughs> or the thing that's free. Um, nothing wrong with buying yourself a designer handbag, obviously, if that's in alignment for you. But it, it's not always, you know? Do you need another Netflix episode or five Netflix episodes? Or do you need an hour experiencing something truly new? You know, I mean... I, this happens with me at Instagram. I am so guilty of this. I will literally be on Instagram for like an hour and I realize the reason I'm doing it, this is like, it's often after a long day where I've been feeling like I've just been working and I haven't done anything fun or exciting. I realize I'm like living vicariously through others and actually like scrolling as a way of making my life feel more exciting, which is obviously bullshit because it doesn't do shit for my life. I could actually probably take 15 minutes and like go out and experience something new or call a friend and talk about something new and, and actually feel that sense of newness, freshness, you know, that's actually what I needed. Okay. So that's my point here. And that's why I really wanted to talk about my favorite nine ways to channel Venus that don't cost money because it can be sometimes challenging. You know, it's easy. It's like an easy out just to go and like drop whatever amount of money on whatever but sometimes giving yourself the simple little things you really need is actually what allows yourself to rise to your highest potential which as we talked about on last episode is a big part of what Venus is about to me um it allows you to really embody self-love and then to be love in the world and appreciate beauty I mean these are things that inherently don't cost money so um, let's just jump right into the list. So number one is something I've been having a lot of fun with lately, and it's to fuck around with new outfit combinations in your existing closet. Now, that sounds really shallow, and you're probably thinking like, really, this is the list? But hear me out, it goes deeper. So I've been lately enjoying channeling my inner teenager. And um, th because when I was a teenager, like many of us, I was super appearance obsessed. I mean, I wasn't mainstream by any means, but I was like, oh, I have to have like my look a certain way. And especially when you're a teenager, you have limited resources. So I took it really seriously with what I did have, you know, planning what my outfit for the first day of school, the new me was going to be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, I have to say, though. Looking at some of the pictures, some of my choices were pretty challenged. So we all still make mistakes. So it's not about getting it perfect, but uh, make it a ritual. And so what I started doing, because I'm somebody who I get kind of rushed in the morning. Like I, I have a long morning routine. You know, I take one to two hours in the morning just like getting my mind right getting my soul right, my vibe right. And sometimes at the end, the little things, 
like getting dressed, <laughs> taking a shower, suddenly I'm really rushed on. And I have like a closet of clothes I love. And yet I was just like throwing the same things on just the easiest thing. And I was thinking, you know, I would like to challenge myself more to use this as a creative outlet like I used to when I was younger. And so what I started doing is literally planning out my outfits in advance, like for a week and putting them in my closet, doing this on Sunday or something. And it sounds like kind of kooky, maybe like really do I have time for that? But what I did, what I started doing, somebody, I forget who it was who introduced me to this. I'm not even on Twitter, but Lori Cabot, who is a super famous witch, like I think she owns the oldest occult store in the country of the United States. Um, in, I think it's in Salem. I'm not 100% sure about those details, but she's really famous, published, she was written books, blah, blah, blah. On her Twitter, she um, has, she talked every single day. She has like a little forecast for the day and it includes colors to wear, any stones to wear, like crystals, you could wear in jewelry, things like that. Sometimes like a magical symbol to carry, but it's very focused on like getting dressed, right? Oh, I remember it was um, the, another podcast, The Fat Feminist Witch, which is a great podcast. It She was the one who mentioned this and I was like, oh, I'll check that out. I'll post it in the show notes. Anyway, um, she talked about using this as like a way to kind of play around with getting dressed in the morning. And I thought that sounded super fun. So I looked it up. Like I said, I'm not even on Twitter. So I just like go to the, her Twitter page still. And I look out for the week and it is so great for somebody like me who is a witch and wants it to be a little more of a magical ritual, but um, is also really indecisive <laughs> and doesn't want to waste a lot of time or doesn't want to spend a lot of time. It's not a waste. Spend a lot of time doing this. Um, and so it's like, okay, wear black. Cool. What black outfit can I come up with? And especially it's good for other colors. Sometimes it's a color I don't have because I don't have every color in the world in my wardrobe. But it's fun because it's like, oh, purple. Oh, yeah. I, I, like I haven't worn this purple shirt in a long time. It's just a fun little ritual. So it really makes me feel creative. Um, and it's a fun way to sort of channel that energy of beauty, art, appreciation for yourself. So it's really fun. Give it a try. Also on a side note, organized closet is key. I am like literally obsessed with matching hangers. I, like I said, in one of my former lives, I was an interior designer and this was literally in, to this day, this is like the one thing that I tell people, if you want to transform your fucking life, get matching hangers. I like those little velvet ones. It sounds crazy, but when you open your closet and it's organized and everything has, you have that repetition, you know, of the hangers, it's not all like chaotic and a bunch of like wire hangers from the dry cleaner you immediately feel good. You're like, oh, you can see everything you have. I like to arrange my closet like it's a little boutique. I mean, I'm really ridiculous about it, but it makes a huge difference in my, like, in my, I don't know, sense of peace. I need to put an article or, like, write a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Matching Hangers. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so get that shit organized Take out anything that makes you feel like crap because no one has time for that. Give it away or sell it. But honestly, 
I just give it away because selling clothes on a lot of those sites where you sell clothes takes forever. You don't get a lot of money. I find it's not worth it. I get so much more joy of giving things away. But you do you, especially if you have really fancy designer stuff, probably sell that stuff online. Um, anyway, and also wear more adornments. Like I used to really hold back with my adornments. I have so much jewelry that I collect all over the world and my travels, my travels around the city. I mean, literally, I've never seen a hippie selling jewelry on the side of the street who I haven't bought from. <laughs> I'm always like, support your fellow freaks. And I just buy that shit. And you know, I would not wear it all. And so I've just really been having fun with like piling it on and just feeling like my most queenly self. So pick and choose any of those ideas. Um, really, all of those really help me channel Venus in my own way. Um, okay. That was a lot of time spent on the first one. So we're gonna go a little faster now. Um, number two, four words, foot baths while working. So I got this idea from an article I read um, on Get Bullish, which is Jen Desuria's website. The article was something like, to achieve work-life balance, instead of working less, maybe you should work more. <laughs> it's a great article. But one of the things she talks about is that you can basically use, you know, these pockets of time where pe that people just waste to move further ahead on your goals. And she talks about ways of making it a lot more pleasurable. And I'll link the article in the show notes. And she says, you know, basically cut anything out of your life that isn't extremely, um, that isn't extremely productive or extremely pleasurable. And I love that. She was like, you could spend an hour. I remember so clearly. You could spend an hour looking at dresses you can't afford on ModCloth, which is a clothing site. Or you could spend 15 minutes drinking hot top shelf whiskey and petting kittens. <laughs> Or something like that. And I was like, wow, that is an excellent point. And in the article, one thing she says is if you have to work, if you're working, if you're choosing to work an extra X number of hours a week to achieve your goals, you could be drinking champagne and soaking your feet while you do it. And so I've started embracing that idea, especially the foot bath thing, um, because I work online quite a bit and I can't really be shown, be visible with a glass of champagne, but nobody can see my feet. So you can make it totally free by just using hot water or cool water if it's hot where you are. It's amazing. And then anything you have already, you can add. I like a little drizzle of oil, like olive oil or coconut oil, not canola oil or like cooking oil, cause that's kind of gross, but like a nice oil, olive oil, coconut oil. If you have it, if you don't, don't worry, just use water. Or um, dried flowers. I mean, even my dried roses, they're not really something I would necessarily like. I wouldn't put them in water to drink them because they're sprayed with pesticides. But my feet, I'm not really worried about. Put some rose petals in there. Um, or if you have like an herbal tea, herbal tea bag, use that. Soak your feet in tea. Milk. Make a little milk bath, Cleopatra style. So, of course, you could do the same thing with regular baths, but I don't have a bathtub, so I wasn't really thinking about that. But you can make a luxurious bath with just whatever you have. And it's awesome, especially if you're working long hours. So do that. <laughs> It'll change your life. Um, number three, dance. Really dance. 
So especially as somebody who works at my computer a lot, at my desk, I really need to, I get really, I can get a little stiff. And one day I was up on just a little five minute break and I put on a song and I, it was a really good song. It was Private Life by Grace Jones. I remember clearly. And that song is this really delicious, like kind of reggae beat. It's really good. Um, slow, a little bit of a dance hall grind. Anyway, I just like intuitively started, you know, swiveling my hips and it felt so good. It completely, completely released the tension in my lower back. And I realized, okay, so I love to dance and I love to dance to like music that really requires you to shake your hips. Like I love reggaeton. Haters gonna hate, but I love reggaeton. Uh, I love hip hop. You know, I love any music that has a beat that tells me when to drop my ass, basically, I like. But I haven't had many opportunities lately to really get out and go dancing and grind out. And so I realized I could do that anytime and it really, really released the tension in my body. It was fun, so it brightened my mood, made me feel powerful, sexy, joyful, whatever feeling you want to channel, you can channel with this. So it can be any song, you can dance however you like, but move your body, especially with dance. It, it's really important. It really connects you to something primal, I believe. All right, number four. Um, it's kind of a twofer. Coffee at sunrise, wine at sunset. Now, these only go, since we're t- talking about spending basically no money, If you already have it, use what you have. If you have a little extra money to buy something, great. But drinking my coffee, watching the sunrise, I'm really blessed to live on the fifth floor in a neighborhood where most of the buildings are very, very short. And I'm, um, I I face east directly on my windows. And the sunrise in the morning is beautiful, especially I live in a city with a lot of smog. And in the morning, it's often very clear and I can see the mountains. It is amazing. And it's a really, even though my actual view isn't traditionally beautiful, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a dingy urban view. (laughs) I love it because I can see the sunrise. I can see so much sky and sitting in the morning, drinking coffee, watching the sun come up is such a pleasure and a joy for me. It's separate from my normal meditation. It's like its own meditation with myself kind of. It's, it's amazing. Um, so I love that. And also the, at the sunset, you know, you can have a glass of wine, tea, whatever you have. And right now Khufu is just like brushing up against the microphone. So hopefully you guys can't hear that. <laughs> uh, I really don't have the heart to move her. Oh, Okay. If you just heard that bump that was her jumping up and she kind of knocked the microphone so sorry if it sounded funny but for the sake of re- realness I'm not editing it out anyway so um I can't really see the sunset but I also do love sitting in that same spot with a glass of wine or it could be tea or hell water just taking a moment I love looking out the window when there's a thunderstorm so that's kind of my version of the wine at sunset but really just taking that moment with you A beverage that centers you and nature is amazing. That brings me to number five. Slow down. 
slow down. We rush through life, rush through life. I mean, I do it as much as anyone, if not more. And really taking some time to slow down and to sometimes to slow down and just to really remember that you're alive, that you're a living, sensual creature is huge. Because we don't always have time to do like an elaborate ritual, but we always have time to take a minute and slow down. You know, when you're rushing around through life, it's so, it sounds so trite, but it's absolute truth. You miss so much. And so really just taking some time, slowing down, and recognizing that you are alive in this moment, in this body, and as a gift. It's, it really, I mean, that alone, this one tip number five can change your life if you let it. And also, I mean, sometimes with that is take a nap. I mean, if I, if my vibe is off, if I'm feeling shitty, if I'm cranky, you know, even, even a nap, like a 10 minute nap, even if I'm just laying down, closing my eyes, not even sleeping, is a total reset. I mean, the momentum of the day has stopped at that point. And then you, when you open your eyes again, you have a kind of a chance to restart. And so take advantage of that. Okay, number six, tell someone you love them particularly yourself. (laughs) This kind of goes into slowing down, you know, it's easy to forget to really, I mean, you might just even go through the motions if you have a partner saying, you know, I love you, love you. But I mean, really telling someone you love them, maybe telling them why, telling something, telling them something you love. I mean, for me, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. And when someone tells me how they feel, that means so much to me it really tells me not just I love you but like oh, I love you for this reason you mean this to me I mean it, it really means a lot and I've realized that I can do that to myself and I need to do that for myself too I can't count on somebody else and not in like in a depressing way I mean even you shouldn't count on someone else no matter how great someone is like it's actually your job to provide love and support and affection to yourself it's not someone else's job I think when you give it to yourself, other people do too, but it comes from within. And so, you know, it kind of goes back to that mirror work thing that I talked about, really just taking the moments that you need to tell yourself that you're doing a great job, that you appreciate yourself. It will mean a lot and and your life will transform. I guarantee it. Number seven, make your art, make your life your art. Make something. I mean, it could be something even as simple as doodling. I mean, I recently discovered that on YouTube, there are like doodling tutorials. (laughs) And it's kind of awesome. If you're, you know, there's this one YouTuber, I believe her name is Jordan Clark. I'm going to find her channel. I'll put it in the show notes. And she has a lot of like, um, sort of anthropology, like the store, anthropology-esque DIYs, crafts, really, really cute things. And her videos are super well edited and relaxing. Her voice is like heaven. So relaxing. I literally watch the videos just to relax. But she has a bunch of doodling tutorials. It's like how to doodle wildflowers or like crystals. And it's kind of awesome because she breaks it down. And even if you're not a great 
artist or you think you're not a great artist, I think we're all artists, it's really fun to branch out that way. You know, some people color, um, but that requires you to buy a coloring book. You know, the doodling you could just do in a notebook with a pen. Um, of course, if you are, if you have an existing art practice, spend time on that. I mean, I'm pretty notoriously bad about that. It's like, oh, I want to make art, but I don't have like the right supplies. Oh, like I need to do that. I need to get the supplies. And then like more and more time passes and then it's been a time, some time before I've, since I've made art. You know, it could be just walking around your neighborhood, taking photos with your phone. Um, I love a color story, the app. Um, it's, it was produced by the two girls who have the blog, A Beautiful Mess. They, and I love that app. It's really fun, artsy way to edit photos. You can just basic editing and then like more fun things like cool filters, obviously, but also cool, like long exposure effects, light leaks, really cool stuff, confetti, like cool things. Be creative. That, I mean, creativity, Venus rules art and creativity and beauty. And sometimes we forget to be the creators of that, not just not just absorb, not just, you know, look at other people's content to create things. Nobody else has to see it if you don't want. Just you. That's fine. Um, number eight, take the path of least resistance. This has been such a learning area for me in this year. What this means is somewhat obvious, but somewhat not. It basically means that you need to you have a choice when faced with a difficult or challenging situation. And we usually pick the hard choice. At least I do. You know, someone makes me angry. The, the seemingly easy choice is to get angry. But that actually makes my life harder. Letting it get to me. Letting people piss me off. Now, I'm not saying that, I mean, obviously, sometimes you're going to get mad. There's nothing wrong with that. And people do things, people are assholes sometimes. But, I mean, are you going to let it ruin your day? Actually, the path of least resistance is to let it go. If it's somebody you love, realize that you love them. Would you rather be right or in love? I read that somewhere. Don't remember where. But that really stuck with me, <laughs> really stuck with me, because how often do we choose being right over being in love or being loved? You know, this isn't about letting people walk over you. It's actually the opposite. It's about, you know, retaining your power and recognizing that, like, a lot, most of the shit you're mad about does not fucking matter. Doesn't matter. You know, like, if the person you're mad at you know, heaven forbid, was, you know, killed tomorrow in a car accident. Would you be mad about this? No, you wouldn't. So why are you mad now? Let it go. Let it go. And I get it. It's hard. I am not naturally good at this. I'm a Capricorn. I like to hold on to things. <laughs> I don't really hold grudges at all. But in, you know, I hold these micro grudges for sure. So I'm really working on that because that's not cute that's not a cute quality and number nine self-massage three words hand foot head and of course you can massage somebody else but you know it's really nice to give yourself this kind of love 
I love head massages, giving them to myself. I actually prefer giving them to myself than others giving them to me. Um, don't know why, I just do. So head massages, rubbing your feet or your hands. You know, you could use a lotion or an oil if you have it. Again, it's about slowing down, giving yourself real self-care. Really, really focusing on what it means to be alive, to be a sensual animal. And so that's it. Those are my nine ways to channel Venus that basically don't cost money. And I really hope that you read into these a little more deeply than they may immediately seem. Um, because this, is, this isn't about, you know, the Instagrammable self-love. This is about really giving yourself appreciation so that you can be love, beauty, light, and power in the world power. Those to me are the qualities of Venus. And these are things that if you channel these into your life, even one of them on a regular basis, your life will transform. You will be more productive. I guarantee it. More productive, happier, and more equipped to make positive change in your life so that you can be the best version of yourself. And I hope these resonate with you. I would love to talk to you about these ideas. Um, if you have other ideas you would like to add, please message me on Instagram. My handle is at rebirth underscore of Venus. And I love talking to you as always. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being here for episode two. And I can't wait to talk to you again next Friday with a new episode. All right, everybody, have a great week. As always, channel Venus, your original bad bitch, the original bad bitch. And whether you are male, female, whether you identify as neither, as both, regardless of your gender identity, you can use the archetype of Venus to increase the beauty in your life, the pleasure in your life, and the power that you exert in the world. That's positive power. That's beautiful power. That's the power of love. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.